0: Welcome to Pussy Talk Episode 3. I'm your host, Emily Grace. And I am Carmen Moreno. And today we're talking about keep that pussy healthy. Keep that pussy healthy. So in the spirit of the Affordable Care Act and the enrollment period ending December 15th, we wanted to talk about what steps you can take to keep your pussy healthy. Keep it healthy. Keep it clean.
1: (laughs) Where do we, you know, th- this is the thing. Okay, my mind is distracted. I'm distracted, I'm distracted oh. by pig noises. Pig <laughs> noises. Made by your dog. By which the is, Which is Sparthy. actually very great because I'm going to deviate here for a second. Only okay. because I have to express how fucking disappointed I am Enough. of Matt Lauer. I'm sorry. I had to bring it how, up uh, how, could we, how
0: could we not bring it up?
1: I mean, how could we not bring it up? I know. I know. Talking about, we're gonna talk about periods, but can, let's just devote two seconds, yeah, to Matt Lauer. Have Matt Lauer. What
0: the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? <sighs> Did you read that he had a button on his desk that he could lock the door to his office? From the desk by hitting a button. No, I didn't read that. So no one could walk in on whatever he was doing with whoever was in the office with him. No. Yeah, he had like a lock button installed onto his desk.
1: (laughs) The dog is making fucking ping noises. The police is coming. Oh my god. We're talking about periods. all very emotional shit.
0: It's a very chaotic, energetic... Time.
1: Yes, this Let's is terrible. And honestly, I feel like, you know, ever since I moved to the U.S., I'm originally from Venezuela, and I moved to the U.S. Venezuela, not Minnesota. Venezuela is in South America. Mm. I moved here when I was eight years old, and my mom and I would watch the Today Show um, every single oh morning. No. Where in the world is Matt Lauer? Oh, we, no. I mean, it was him that told us what happened on 9/11 it was i mean i just feel so deeply disappointed of all these you know amazing men that have built all these uh, all this legacy and then they're just <sighs> Anyway, just anyway. wanted to talk about that real quick. Matt Bauer. Yeah. I I'm am deeply, deeply disappointed deeply in you. Deeply disappointed. That's all I have to say about that. Let's move on to periods. 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 <laughs> I mean, put a period on
0: that. Period. Every feminine? Well, I wanted to say every woman, but... I mm. don't think that's the right thing to say anymore because gender right. is becoming so fluid now. So everyone who menstruates right has mm. a period. Who has a, Yeah,
1: everyone who has an ovary.
0: Everyone who has an ovary. That's two that's ovaries. Ovary. Two ovaries or one? Or
1: one? You can I have just one. I think you can have one. You can just, one. just have one.
0: Yeah, everyone with one or two or ovaries two ovaries
1: menstruates. Menstruate. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to <laughs> menstruation talk. What's it, Menstration. Isn't that a funny word? Menstration? I wonder why it's, it's called that way. Menstration. <laughs> Youstration the men. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't understand. <laughs> Men-stration. Menstration. Womenstration. 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 <gasps> I think we just created something. Men-stration. That was a, a womenstration. I love the fucking of that. <laughs>
0: okay 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 let's talk about it
1: let's talk now
0: i want let i want to bring something up okay because before we recorded this podcast we were doing some research a lot of research a lot of research and one of the things that came to light is how widely misunderstood menstruation and fertility is Period. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh. Oh, that was a good joke. But also, how hard it is to just get concrete information, comprehensive concrete information in one place.
1: In one place to get everything. There is not one. Well, that that we've that we know seen, of. That
0: we know of, obviously. There's in our not, one day of research. <laughs> in our one day. No, no. I was
1: two days. On two day, days. Two yes. Days. There was not one website that had all this comprehensive information in one. Place that would tell you exactly every single thing that happens in men's in when you're menstruating. I feel like you know all these uh, like WebMD and Planned Parenthood. They all had the same friggin' definition of of menstruation. You well, you get your period and then you have cramps and then you take the pill or you don't and then you. Have you know some hormonal stuff, and then you get you know a little like, crazy, and <laughs> she then no, I'm Carmen's just kidding. like, no. it is frustrating because you want to get all well, the Well, but before, all in place. let me ask
0: you something, Carmen. Before yesterday, <laughs> what what was your basic understanding of the menstrual cycle? Listen, not. listen
1: listen and and it's like i feel ashamed you know i feel i feel like embarrassed almost because
0: but i don't like the point that i want to make is i don't think you should feel embarrassed or ashamed no because nobody i feel like there's so many women and men who don't who don't have the knowledge or the information i learned a tremendous amount yesterday and the
1: day before that, um, when we were researching all of this because there were were things about ovulation and things like that that I had no idea about. And we're going to shed some light on that stuff today for you. God, I hope this is of some help. I know that it enlightened me a lot. And before yesterday, I didn't know exactly what happened, during the menstrual cycle I mean I know that the egg leaves the ovary and then it travels down the fallopian tube and then you have your your uh, you can't see my head I, I have to I talk with my hands <laughs> honestly, you could see me I'm just like you know the two fallopian tubes are right here and then it travels down and then you have your period And then you either put a tampon on, or you have a pad, or you have a cup, or you uh, do whatever it is that you do to deal with the the blood, and then that's it, and then it comes the next month.
0: Well, what do you feel like you learned that was illuminating in the research that we were doing?
1: I don't know. What's the correct word to say this? What's the correct way to say this? The, the, the cervical mucus
0: the cervical mucus
1: and how it tells you how you're ovulating that's right that I had I did not know before I had no idea I've heard women you know the women that try to get pregnant or whatever oh I'm ovulating or I'm gonna Mm. ovulate next Mm. week and I'm like how do you Oh. Mm. I know there are apps for that because <laughs> there's right. apps for everything. but And I know that, you know, you can track it in your calendar, but I didn't know how you could tell because every woman is different and every cycle is completely different. And so obviously... I don't know. I I didn't know that that was a way that you could tell whether you're ovulating or not. Like the signals that the body is giving you. The signals that your body is giving you, your secretions that are telling you you're ovulating.
0: Or Or you're not. Or right now
1: it's the perfect time to have sex and you will not get pregnant. I didn't know that. I didn't know that before because I've always relied on the pill.
0: Right. And I think, like, to me, that is the most frustrating thing is that doctors prescribe... Young women. I mean, I was prescribed the pill when I was 15 years old. You were saying you were even younger. Yeah. Like, they prescribe you the birth control pill as a way to prevent pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But then there's no training about how to listen to your body's rhythms your menstrual cycle the like the cervical mucus how to track all of those things like your body wants to give you that information all the time but women aren't trained in that in any way they're just given the pill and then you just rely on the pill for birth control And then you're not really tracking your hormone levels, your hormone shifts, your cervical mucus, anything that's going on in your body, you've become completely disconnected from that. When ultimately, I mean, I think the birth control pill is very dangerous. I'm not on it. I haven't been on it. I really advocate for women to get off of it and to find an alternative way to have safe sex besides the pill. But like... Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Well, I feel, you like, we're jump skip, in. <laughs> I feel like we're skipping around We're skipping around. Let's we're skip skipping, around.
1: We're skipping around a little bit because obviously this has been our a whole lot. lives. Our, yes, it's well, a lot. Well, it's been our whole lives. We've had periods for practically most of our lives. Most of our lives, yeah. Listen, for any man listening out there, having your period... Is a Socks. wonderful thing. <laughs> no,
0: it's not. <laughs> no, no.
1: It is a wonderful thing and it also sucks. I remember when I was young. So I got my period when I was like 12. Mm. And actually I was on a set. I was on a set and I got my period oh, for no. the first time and my mom got very excited and she told everyone what (laughs) she told everyone everyone in the set knew that it that I was having my first period
0: no and
1: it just so happened to be my dad's birthday oh no it was was just (laughs) oh it kind of sucked I was really like embarrassed and my cramps were terrible I mean they were terrible like my uh blood pressure would drop I would become like super white, just mm. like uh, sweating, you know, those cold sweats. I, okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, but this happens to a lot of women and, and a lot of things that we're going to say in this podcast. Don't be sorry, though. No, well, I mean. Don't be no, sorry. Well, I know, but I don't think anyone wants to hear what I'm about. But maybe, well, what... I don't know. I, I was going to say fine. I'll just fucking say it. Don't okay? be sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to fucking say it. I don't right. know if this happens to everyone. But, like, when you have a period, you want you always want to take shits. <laughs> yeah, you have to poo. Right, like, a lot. Yeah, you have like, to poo a lot like, more. Like, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, we should look into that. Why is that? I don't know. But, uh, anyway, so I would get these cramps, and then I would just be, like, in the bathroom, like, wanting to take, like, a poo. But yeah. Pooh, pooh. To, anyway, yeah. It, it sucked. Long story short, it sucked. At school, it sucked. I will never forget. I was in math class, and I literally couldn't see in my seat. Like, I couldn't. Do anything, and I was sitting in the corner of the fucking classroom like a little ball, just like going through my cramps, and that sucks. Periods are not comfortable, but they are also a wonderful thing because well, they bring You're a moment.
0: I mean, no one would be here, none of us would be here without menstruation. None of us. I would mean, be the here. menstrual cycle is also the fertility cycle. When
1: did you? When did you first get your period? Well. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. I was. I was 13. I was at my friend's house. Ugh. And I had to go to the bathroom. And I realized, oh, my God, I just got my period. And so I didn't tell anybody. It was a ha- It was a girlfriend's house. And she had a mom and two sisters. And so I just, like, rifled through their cabinets to find a tampon. You
1: stole a tampon.
0: Yeah, and I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell anybody. What? I didn't tell my mom for like months what? about it. Yeah, I just. Why? Before I had my period, I had had started experiencing cervical mucus. Oh. And I didn't know what it was. Right. And there was this like stuff coming out of my vagina and getting on my panties. I must was 12 or 13. I didn't know what it was. And no one explained it to me. My mom didn't explain it. I had no idea what it was. And so I thought it was something period related. So I told my mom about it. And she was like, okay, I need to check your vagina. (laughs) So awkward. What do you
1: mean I need to check? Like, I need to take a look at it? Yeah, she wanted
0: to take a look at it to make sure it wasn't like I was cut or whatever, you know, just to make sure that everything was intact. But she didn't explain to me this is a normal part of the, your menstrual cycle or your sexual cycle, your fertility. Like this is normal and it's totally fine. What she did instead was ended up buying me pads called Whenever whenever i don't whenever, know whenever. i don't know who else remembers that brand but it was called whenever no whenever you get whenever you get a surprise when, whenever we are here for you when i think it had a song too it's like what is it? whenever i don't know it was like whenever, whenever, just a jingle wherever, Whenever. whenever Whenever. that's <laughs> right <laughs> it's just like that but shakira,
1: i shakira stole the name of the maybe she of did so oh, shakira no let's not talk about that shakira that's not okay true. okay let's not i love that. her no
0: But what what I will say is, my mom explained nothing to me, so I had no understanding that what was happening to me was totally normal. She bought me these pads, which I really didn't need because it wasn't menstruating.
1: Big ones, like the huge pads.
0: They weren't. I don't remember. I don't think they were huge, huge like the Always Plus with the wings. With the the wings, they were. (laughs) They were like regular size pads but they had like a green packaging and maybe had polka dots or something to try to make it like cool cute but my older sister who probably was menstruating at that point made fun of me she would like sing the one ever song to me to make fun of me and shame me and and to me at that time because my mom had explained nothing my sister had explained nothing I didn't Understand that what was happening to me was totally normal. I felt ashamed. I felt bad. I felt wrong. And so when I finally did get my period, I didn't tell anybody. Huh. Because I've already felt so much shame and, like, degradation from my own family. Well, she was just making fun of you. But, yeah, but still. I mean, I don't think, you know, like, my sister and I have a very good relationship, and I love her a lot, and I know, you know, from connecting later as adults like she was going through her own struggles and issues and all that but at the time when I had the experience I didn't know any of that I just felt like I internalized that as shame right like something that I can't talk about because it's bad or wrong or makes me weird or whatever so when I finally did get my period even though I was in the home of a single mother and her three daughters I still didn't feel like I could tell anybody including my own single mother that is one of the biggest losses of anyone who's going through menstruation is like it's not something that we talk about
1: it's something that we hide but it's the same thing like with sex parents don't talk yeah. like to about like thoroughly about sex or thoroughly but about, i don't think
0: it's just parents but
1: it's not you're right i think it's, it's
0: anyone in general it's very like most people have a very like discomfort around menstruation
1: but you know why that is it's because nobody fucking knows. Cause no one knows what the fuck it is. It is. Nobody <laughs> knows anything about what it is. It's, nobody it's knows. A Can we please find another word for mucus? What
0: goo. like <laughs> fen- goo? Feminine <laughs> fen- goo? No, your syrup. I mean, I really hate the word discharge. That's so disgusting. I know. To me. But what about, a, what about a syrup? A yeah, syrupy.
1: Mucus isn't good. Like mucus is like pussy mucus. juice. Pus- Pussy juice. Pussy juice.
0: Pussy juice. Pu- yeah. Pu- Ma- magical pussy juice. Yeah. I'm like, that's what
1: it is. It's juice. Well, my mom told me that that's a way for your insides to clean. Like, if, if you're not having that, like, if you don't have the discharge at all, like, it's like a way for it to clean itself on the inside. And that might be true. We haven't done all the all <laughs> She's the research. Not a scientist. She's not a scientist. <laughs> but like we've seen from our experience in researching as much as we could, you know, the subject. Nobody has a, a very like comprehensive place where they can explain exactly because the mucus can't just be to to facilitate sperm.
0: Well, it's also to keep out sperm.
1: Or to keep out sperm. But more. it's also
0: like, okay, let's talk yeah, about let's the s- menstrual well, know. cycle. We're, we're, let's yeah, just talk, skipping. let's
1: talk about what it is. What is it?
0: Okay. The menstrual cycle is what every woman goes through. Mm-hmm. Typically, 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 you have to track your own because every woman is different. Right. Typically, it's based on a 28 day cycle. Uh huh. From the first day of your period, generally, the period, menstruation, when you're bleeding, lasts five to seven days. Right. Generally. Yeah. mine Generally. Mine lasts eight to ten days, so it's different.
1: Yeah, mine has, I feel like the older I've gotten, like the less I have, like the less, they, oh my God, don't tell me I'm starting. I'm you're me. not starting. I'm just Come kidding. Come on. No, 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 I'm, I'm joking. Stress I'm joking, can. Thing. Stress, Stress, lack stress sleep, can shorten it, yeah. There's, there's a lot diet, of things.
0: There's a lot. Every, of but here, like everything in your life will affect your menstrual cycle. And the whole idea of this 28-day cycle is really...
1: A general guide. Yeah, it's
0: very general. Every woman is going to be different. Right. But the idea is your body... Right? It's it's not easy to explain. Your body is preparing to be impregnated. Right. Your body's preparing to have a baby. That's right. Mm -hmm. So in preparation for insemination. Insemination. <laughs> insemination. Fertilization. Yes. Inseminate
1: <laughs> me. Get
0: inseminated. Don't you feel like, a, like an know, animal? I don't, I don't want to be inseminated. I don't inseminated. want to be inseminated. <laughs> I don't want to be. Inseminated.
1: Fertilize me.
0: Fertilize me. I don't want to be fertilized. <laughs> <laughs> No.
1: (laughs) The best is in...
0: Inseminate, huh? Inseminate. I feel like I can't say it right. Uh, American Ninja inseminate. Uh, I would like to inseminate you. Oh, God. Can you imagine if people would said that? Like, like me? hey, can you, instead of being like, hey, you want to sleep with I me wanna, like
1: this? Wanna I want to fuck, I you. Wanna fuck I you. I fuck you so know. hard. I, wanna like I just want to, sp- <laughs> hey, I just want to, can I just inseminate you right now? <laughs> I just want to inseminate you. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm quite good. Thank you. No, thank you. Oh, okay. but that it, that <laughs> is what's happening. Your body is getting prepared, con- constantly
0: getting prepared. To have, to, have a, to be inseminated. To have a child. So what that means is the utera, uterine Uter- uterine. Yes. Uterine.
1: <laughs> this is this is oh god.
0: Uterine. What have we done? The uterine lining. <laughs> As you're smoking a pipe, <laughs> drinking cognac, <laughs> <laughs> so ladies, crying. the uterine uh, lining <laughs> will uh, fill. Does it fill with blood? What does it do? Yes, no. does it does. It... Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> okay, okay. It's this is what's with ha- blood.
1: yeah. So what happens is. As we've said a million times already <laughs> before, <laughs> the body is, is is getting prepared to have a child. Yes. So what happens is the, the wall of the body, uterus yes. fills with a layer of blood. Right. Two. That has nutrients, right. blood, oxygen, and everything like that. That the baby would need. That the baby would if need. If you were gonna have a baby. If you were gonna have a baby, should the egg, of course, be uh,
0: fertilized? Right. So okay. So we get this wall, the uterine. 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 How do you the, say it? I don't the, know. The, 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 uterine. Don't
1: know that weird. Uterine. The, the, the uterine <laughs> lining. Uh, <laughs>
0: First of oh my god! Okay, can we get past okay? Okay, the okay, okay, lining? okay. okay.
1: So, Let's get past okay. that, story. Okay,
0: so the uterus wall—the uterus wall—is a lining of blood, yes, which would nourish the baby. Right. Now, in the ovaries, yes, apparently, I did not know this. There are thousands of eggs.
1: There's like millions.
0: I thought there was only like One 28 <laughs> One at a time. I thought there was only like twenty-eight. There are thousands. Twenty-eight? Why twenty-eight? I don't that know. Like
1: such a specific. But like number. why
0: did I? Th- I don't know why I thought that.
1: No, there's there's. I millions, don't know why I thought that. But what I didn't know is that is that there are there's, so there are millions of eggs in the ovaries.
0: In the ovaries. But they're not all mature.
1: They're not all mature. So and the
0: hormones is it the progesterone? I think it's the progesterone, I think it is the progesterone that matures the eggs in yeah. the ovary. So but then, only
1: one egg is mature enough to come out of the that's ovary right. and make it through the fallopian tube, which takes several days for it to travel down.
0: Right. So one egg in your ovary comes to maturity and it bursts out of the ovary. <laughs> Boop. And then it travels down the fallopian tube into the uterus. The uterus, or where, uterus? The, <laughs> where the lining is waiting to welcome the fertilized egg. Right. Now, once now, this is interesting. Because I do track fertility, because I'm not on the pill. Uh-huh. I don't want to be in the pill. I don't like what the hormones do to me, but I also want to be able to have sex with my husband. Right. And not have to use condoms. Right. So that's one of the reasons why I originally got interested in tracking my own fertility was because I didn't want to be in the pill. I don't want to be on the IUD, but I want to have fuck my husband. Okay. Okay. So get S- back say it to it the, again. They get, get back to the uterus. But the idea is, so you're only f- fertile a very limited amount of days every month. Like, well,
1: the egg only stays alive for one day. For one day in the uterus.
0: However. In the uterus. However, there is, so this idea of the cervical mucus, you know, the right. stuff that comes out of your pussy onto yeah. your panties. Right. Changes throughout your cycle. So when right. you're fertile, it starts to get very clear. It's very slippery. Like the egg white of an egg. Like the egg white of an egg. Uncooked, and, obviously. Uncooked, right. <laughs> but that's your body's way of telling you, hey, you're fertile and we want you to fuck if you want to get pregnant, because this type of cervical mucus has these proteins, we're going to keep the sperm alive mm-hmm. long enough for the fertilized for the egg that's coming out of your ovary and traveling down the fallopian tubes to get fertilized.
1: Because the egg only stays alive for one day in the in uterus. the uterus. The sperm However,
0: stays alive for, for five. That's days. That's right. So this, but the egg also takes several days.
1: Right, I meant to met travel in the
0: down the fallopian tube, which is why, though, the cervical mucus shifts to include these proteins so that it can keep the sperm alive right. while waiting it's waiting for, it for the egg, mm-hmm. which is cool, cool. I didn't know that I until
1: no
0: much later in life. I didn't know that. I, like, I knew it before this podcast, but only because. I was interested in how to have safe sex without being on the pill. I had no
1: idea, but that like this, nobody has that this. Goo, nobody knows that this. Mucus is to facilitate the sperm survival. That's right. And to and to help them, you know, easier easier time to swim to the to, to the get, homeland
0: to get up in the homeland to, to get, get up, up in there. there. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, I had no idea about that. Okay, so then the egg comes down the fallopian tube, takes a few days in the uterus. With the uterus lining that's filled with blood, nutrients, oxygen, and everything to be able to nourish the egg. Once the egg is
0: fertilized, if the egg, if the egg is fertilized,
1: then it will
0: attach to the uterine wall, right, and then and then it'll
1: grow a baby yes. in your uterus. But meanwhile, you're having the secretions in your in your vagina, this this um, discharge, uh, the 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 clear. <laughs>
0: Egg pussy light. juice. Pussy I juice. They clear pussy juice. Pussy elixir. All of, uh, but this is all,
1: this is all happening at the same time and I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So then the egg, uh, if the egg is
0: fertilized, then you have a baby. A baby. If, now, if the egg is not fertilized, it will disintegrate. It will disintegrate. And, and then a few days later, the body will realize, will be like, oh, we know there's no baby in here. Let's this, shed this wall. Let's shed this wall. bring the
1: wall down. And and then you have your period. And then you have your period. And then that's what your period is. Now your, um, God, what's the word again? What, what
0: um, pussy juice? Pussy, pussy juice. No, it's pussy not elixir. juice. It's elixir. Uh,
1: elixir. Elixir. Well, you don't like, like cervical, cervical mucus. Us. That's
0: a scientific yeah. term. Yeah,
1: cervical mucus. Your cervical mucus changes. Yeah. In color and in consistency. That's right. And. And that is also a good way to know when you are ovulating and when you're not. Now, when it is clear and when it is um, sort of slippery. slippery, very slippery, yeah, really slippery is when you are ovulating and when is the perfect time to try to have a baby if you are seeking to have a
0: child and if you're seeking to not have a child it is not a good time to have unprotected sex right so should avoid unprotected sex (laughs) if it's clear steer clear oh
1: i like that if it's clear steer clear if you don't want to have a child obviously
0: yeah um so then this changes but if you do want to have a child if it's clear get in here
1: Oh, you're you're, wow. on you're, oh, you're on fire today. You're on fire today. I like that. Yes, that's beautiful. Thanks. Absolutely. Hmm. If it's clear, get in here. Or if it's clear, steer clear, steer, baby. Bye, um, bye. So then, yeah. So then, this changes once you're not ovulating anymore. The egg disintegrates, and then you shed um, the uterine lining. You have your period, and then
0: the mucus changes not right away well the mucus changes from after you ovulate and before you have your period there's a period of time
1: before you have your
0: period yes where the before you shed the lining before
1: you shed the lining
0: so you ovulate it's clear it wants you to get in here but then after that the mucus gets Thicker, it's white. Sometimes right. it's pasty, or it's yeah. like chunky. Yeah, and that's your body's way of telling you you're no longer fertile. Right. And so that mucus is also preventing the sperm from getting into the uterus right. because it's like there's no egg here for you to fertilize. So we don't it's want like, like get out. Can't get in here. Yeah, we don't want you in here to yeah, like, get away.
1: You're no longer needed. That's right. Because you're too late. Too late. You missed the window. You missed the fucking window.
0: And then generally from my own, I don't know every woman, but from my experience after that, then there's like a couple days where there's nothing coming out. It's like a dry land. Not to say you can't get wet if you want to have sex and you get turned on like that sexual lubricant. Yeah. But like what's actually just coming out of you naturally. There's like a period where there's nothing coming out and then you then get your period again.
1: You're welcome. <clears throat> you're welcome. Yeah. You're, you're, very, you're, you're welcome. You are so welcome. Now you know, and now you can track, you know, your body's secretions, your body's beautiful juices. Beautiful to know,
0: juices. To know. Well, it is beautiful.
1: I had no idea. I mean, it's that a, that it's a, it. It. it's what creates life. I had no idea. That
0: that's this is you. what creates life. Now, very I much. was on the pill from a very young age. mm mm-hmm. When did you start? 15. I was from 15 probably till 27 so just 12 years 12 years of taking synthetic hormones and honestly I wish someone had educated me a lot sooner about the menstrual cycle about ovulation cycle about when I'm fertile when I'm not fertile because but why did you get on the pill in the first place I got on the pill because I was dating someone and I wanted to fuck him Ooh. and not get pregnant emily
1: well we, are, we were commi- yeah. we were are committed we were committed
0: okay but we were in a monogamous committed relationship i feel like
1: this needs this juiciness needs to be for another podcast yes yeah, okay podcast. okay but, but that interested.
0: like the reason that because you know obviously the pill doesn't protect you against stds in any way so if you want to right. protect yourself you need to use a condom or, or abstinence, or I mean, but well, come on. Like, if you're gonna fuck, just be safe about it. Like, use a condom.
1: Yeah, make sure that you always talk about it before with your partner, that's so right. that there are no surprises. That's right. And so that you know exactly what you're getting into.
0: The pill does not protect against STDs, so if you want to be protected, you need to use a condom. At the time, I was in a committed monogamous relationship with one person, and we wanted to have unprotected sex, and that's why I went on the pill, but. I skipped over this whole wealth of knowledge of, like, why you menstruate, how you menstruate, what it means, your fertility cycle, when you're fertile. Because, you know, we were talking about the cervical mucus and the menstruation cycle. But when you go on the pill, all of that is suppressed. Because ultimately, the way that the pill works is it tricks your body into thinking you're pregnant. So you don't ovulate anymore you don't ovulate at all so your cervical mucus is not giving you any kind of signal because your body thinks that you're pregnant this i didn't
1: know this i didn't after i've been taking the pill since i was 12 i started taking the pill because i had really 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 bad cramps Mm -hmm. i mean nothing like to go to the hospital for but honestly like i couldn't i couldn't handle it i couldn't handle the cramps and so i went to the doctor and she said that, you know, probably the best thing to do, I wasn't sexually active or anything that came much later, but um, the the good thing to do was for me to be on birth control, that it would sort of calm the cramps and sort of like regulate the periods and you know, we'll kind of keep everything in check. And that's basically all that I remember after I, it was 18 years ago, so I don't obviously remember every single word she said, but. I've been taking it all my life. And Are you still on it
0: now? No, I'm yeah. not.
1: I'm not because I actually stopped taking it a few months ago um, because I just finally realized that I didn't wanna. I didn't wanna be in the pill anymore, and it wasn't. It's not because I wanna have you know a child right now or anything, but I just don't wanna keep taking a pill, you know. And I feel like I was like polluting my body Mm -hmm. with all these hormones that I I don't know what's in in them Mm -hmm. and I just kind of stopped. Now, I went to the gynecologist for a routine checkup and this was something that even disillusioned me even more about the pill. at first, I think, you know, when you're taking the pill for a lot of women, it's I've heard that it's like a rite of passage. You know, you're taking a pill, and so you're, you know, playing sort of by the rules, and you're safe, and you know exactly when your period's coming. And some people skip the placebo days, and it's they really never dangerous. have periods, yeah. which is like, I've always thought it was terrible. But I, yeah, I just stopped. I stopped taking it, and I went to, like I said, I went to the gynecologist for a routine checkup, and then I told the nurse, I said, you know, I think... I'm thinking of going off the pill. I just, I don't want to be on it anymore. I've been on it for 18 years and and I want to sort of like detox my body and clean my body. And the first thing she said to me was, oh my God, yes, you should you should totally get off of it. You've been on it for 18 years? It's terrible, you know? And I felt validated in that because I'm like, oh, well, she's a nurse. So she obviously knows more than me. And so great. So I'm making the right decision. Now I get into the doctor's office. And I'm talking to her about it, and I said, you know, I originally came here to have some more prescriptions of the pill, but actually, I don't think I want to take it anymore. And her reaction was like, why? Like, what do you mean? Why? I said, mm-hmm. well, because I feel like I need to detox my body. I feel like I've been taking it since I was 12. It's- wait till I'm 30 now, you know? Like, I think I... Maybe I should try a few months without it and see how it goes. See if the period, see if the cramps will be less now that I'm older. I, I don't know, you know. She's basically made me feel pretty fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. She made me feel pretty dumb for thinking that the pill pollutes my body. Like, she said it's in fact the complete opposite. It helps uh, to block... Some coders that you have in your body that you might be prone to some some diseases or some cervical cancer or some shit like that 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 the pill helps regulate and kind of keeps it at bay. To me, that didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm no doctor. I'm no anything. I didn't obviously study medicine, but that didn't make sense to me at all. And she kept on pushing Mm -hmm. it on me and pushing it on me. And I said, no, I don't want to take. Long story short, she managed to get me to have the prescription of the pills, which. At first, I was like, well, you know, I don't have to pay for them. So, okay, let's, I'll just take them, you know. And then after, Mm -hmm. I'll decide if I want to take them or not when I get home. But I felt like, I felt like almost a saleswoman Mm -hmm. that was trying to meet her quota. Right. And I think, and I'm not, obviously, I don't know if this is true or not. But I think that there has to be some sort of. Because she didn't explain anything to me. She didn't explain really why it was good to take it. Besides, if you don't want to get pregnant or if you do or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the old thing. But she didn't really go in depth to me uh, with me about it. And for me, I felt really cheated because she is... The gynecologist, she is a person that you go right. to for all your vaginal concerns. Vaginal concerns. Vaginal concerns. Well, I had a
0: similar experience, which. Well, I didn't end up taking it. I went home and right. I took two days. Of well, I it did and the I same. Said, I did the same thing. I got the pill prescription because it was pushed on me, and then I got it, and then I was like, I don't want to fucking take this, and I'm not going to. But like. I had a very similar experience with my doctor as well where, because I have fibroids, which is like a tissue growth within the uterus, which makes your periods extremely heavy. Like my period is extremely heavy, extremely heavy, and it lasts a lot longer than most typical periods, and it's a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare for me. But I went to this doctor trying to say, you know, how can I... Well, at the time I didn't know I had fibroids. I just said I had a very heavy period. It's like 8 to 10 days long. I have blood clots. I have heavy like extremely heavy bleeding oh, for wow. like you know, the typical blood rate of a period is you bleed through a tampon in like 4 to 8 hours and I would go through a super tampon in like 1 hour. What? If if that. Yeah, I have a very it's a very heavy flow. Wow. And she just said, Well, you should just go on the pill And I said, Well, I don't wanna go on the pill. I don't like the way the synthetic hormones affect my body. I don't wanna you know, like the pill can lead to depression and anxiety and I don't wanna be at a risk for stroke and all these other things. She's Oh, I'm just go on the pill, I'm just go on the pill, I'm just go on the pill, I'm just go on the I said, I don't wanna go on the fucking pill. Like I don't that's not the solution that I'm here for. And then finally, like the third or fourth appointment, she finally sent me to someone who, I don't know, they did a pussy probe. I don't know what that's called.
1: What do you mean a pussy probe?
0: Like they (laughs) took, stuck a camera up into my uterus and that's where they saw the fibroids. Uh So she said, oh yeah, you have two fibroids. Like, do you have very heavy periods? Do you have heavy clotting? I said, yes, yes, yes. And she said, well, it's probably, it's because of the fibroids. That makes sense. Interesting like the main doctors seem to want to push the pill and like the specialists or the nurses have a different Well opinion. I don't understand
1: if you're going to a gynecologist she is a she's a vagina specialist a vagina specialist you're, But you're, that's you're, but like you're a doctor specialized the, in the women woman woman
0: parts but the thing that I so I went back to her after the fibroids were discovered and her solution again was get on the pill and I just I was like this is why this is why I don't want to be on the pill. What is another solution? And th- yeah, like but this is the frustrating thing. It's like the medical community is only schooled in very limited uh, limited scope of the the female hormone structure the female body yeah but
1: to me that doesn't make any sense at all because you're studying medicine you know what's good for the body you know what's not good for the body you know how the body reacts to certain chemicals and certain things but only but it's not possible it's
0: only based on what you've been trained in and i think that menstruation female hormones female like how long did it take but so then are you
1: trying to tell me Uh, not no what
0: i what i'm saying is how long did it take you to find a comprehensive website about fertility about ovulation about cervical mucus like it's not readily it available
1: not on one website it was no like you DC's. had to like
0: you had to search for it so imagine yeah, what I'm the doctor yeah but like what do you think the medical community is getting trained if this isn't like widely easily available information like who's training the fucking doctors well they have
1: what do you mean those training they're going to fucking medical school for yeah, years but do and you years think you're
0: if they're just pushing the pill on women... Because they're working in since hospitals. It, since it was created, do you think that they understand anything about hormone balance yes, they and do. diet and exercise nutrition? I do nutrition? think that
1: they do. They cannot be just cattle people that are like, oh, well, like machines, like we don't have brains. No. They, I think that they do know. But I think that, obviously, because they're in uh, uh, hospitals, the hospitals are largely controlled by the pharmaceutical companies. So... I mean, you have your. I'm a pharma. I don't know what's a pharmaceutical company. Uh, um,
0: Pfizer. Uh, Pfizer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Merck. Is it Merck?
0: Mer. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Something Merck. like that.
1: Merck anyway, Pfizer. you have you create a pill. You're trying to push it onto the consumer. I mean, I I refuse to believe that the medical community is stupid enough. To just be like cattle. Well, let's just train these people as gynecologists. But I mean, didn't, we're gonna tell them didn't they prescribe thing? you
0: the pill when you said you didn't want it?
1: Yes, which is why so I'm saying... So what does that
0: say about that doctor? Well,
1: I'm saying that there has to be some sort of quota or some sort of something. But I mean, what does
0: that say about a doctor who's more willing to meet a quota than actually help you?
1: It means money.
0: But I mean, doesn't that also say that that person is like being cattle and just like doing what they're told to do like if i'm a doctor and i know i can help you with an alternative but then i'm just like oh well i have to meet my quota so take the pill but how
1: is it possible that you study medicine you study medicine for years and years general medicine and then you choose a specialization you say i want to be a gynecologist you study that for an x amount of years and you're gonna tell me that you have no fucking idea about anything about you 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 just don't know that you i mean you have a brain these are really smart people you don't just get through medical school without having a fucking brain or even logic
0: but like if her only solution for you was to prescribe the pill where's the brain in that Do you know what I'm saying? But you're
1: also working for a hospital. I think there's like higher, I mean, obviously, I don't know, we should fight, we should get a doctor to come over here and like, say their experience because I feel like, uh, I don't know, I'm not well versed in this. So I can't really say and I don't want to like say things that are not true. But it's just my own like, critical thinking that I'm just like, it's not possible for a specialist to not know everything, everything about that. Area of the body. It just doesn't make sense
0: to me. I think the ultimate point is like Western medicine isn't based on keeping people healthy it's based on giving... It's based on sickness. It's based on being sick and giving you a pharmaceutical solution.
1: So that they can but, sell you... That's right. The medicine. But
0: I don't think it's because the doctors aren't intelligent. I think that it's whatever the program is that they're studying is not comprehensive. About I'm not saying
1: that they're not female, intelligent.
0: No, but hold on. Whatever a doctor is studying about female reproduction, female hormones is not comprehensive. It's coming from whoever set that protocol in the first place, which is probably a dude who has very little understanding about the female body in general. And then because it's Western medicine, it's very tied into the pharmaceutical companies, which is how those hospitals make their money. And it has nothing to do with actual preventative medicine, keeping a woman healthy. It's just like, give them the pill. Just give them the pill. And there's no research done on how harmful the pill is and how important it is to not have synthetic synthetic hormones coursing through your body so that your your body's natural signals are being completely suppressed like that is not in the western medicine model whatsoever it doesn't mean that the doctors are stupid but like whatever their training is is not comprehensive medicine that's helpful to women
1: i'm not saying that the doctors are stupid they're obviously not stupid but i think that it's It's a disservice, I think, to even their own practice to not even give an option of saying, listen, we do have this option. You can take the pill. But I don't think they
0: know the option. I think they are so misinformed that they don't know the option. Like everything that I've discovered on my own was like, research i had to do on my own through like alternative medicine through like fringe authors who are talking about menstruation and the fertility cycle like all of that stuff was stuff that i had to take it upon myself doctors
1: know what the fertility cycle is
0: no i don't
1: listen if that's did your doctor
0: ever talk to you about fertility i'm
1: not debating with you they just just said take the pill but if that's true then i have no faith at all in the medical system. I have no faith at all in doctors. Because if you, if, if a gynecologist can't tell me what my fucking
0: cycle is. Maybe they know what the fertility cycle is. But they, yeah, they do. The have only to. solution I've ever gotten is get on the pill. And that didn't heal my fibroids. That didn't heal. And I also
1: feel too that that might also be tied to um, like a, um, like a public or like a private. Uh, practice or not because I feel like sometimes they don't even have the time to they don't they don't spend the time with you it's almost like they have so many people to see that they're just like okay listen okay you're fine and so you're gonna take the pill and you're fine and then I don't ever yeah 15 other women that are waiting for me and I have to get to them
0: because I have to get to all these people now that's right you know what I mean and so it has has nothing to do with your health that's so fucked up I mean, like acupuncturists I have found very helpful, like herbalists I found very helpful, like people in the naturopathic category I have found much more helpful, much more open to actually working with me, preventing things, whereas Western doctors, they just want to throw a pill at you, whether it's antibiotic or birth control pill or whatever, they just want to throw a pill at you to deal with the symptom, but never the cause. Body healing takes not having synthetic hormones in your body. It takes diet, nutrition, exercise, like tracking your response to certain things, stress. Cutting out alcohol, everything. processed everything sugar. Affects your body. Yeah, everything affects your body.
1: Yeah, and, and you if, don't even realize. Totally. Like I, I, I've noticed that when I eat cleaner, like when I eat more vegetables, when mm-hmm. I eat, you know less when you sugars, get to sleep when on I time, when you sleep exercise, better, when I exercise, when I maintain, when I'm more hydrated, when I maintain that sort of healthier uh, lifestyle, even if it's just for that month, I notice that my cramps are not mm-hmm. nearly as uh, as painful as when like I don't know one month your whole life turns to shit for whatever reason or you feel a little bit out of control you start eating things that you don't normally eat chips chocolate crazy shit you don't you drink a lot of coffee which by the way coffee when you are on your period is very bad very very bad Mm -hmm. because it it impedes the iron from (laughs) (laughs) it does I know Carmen has
0: studied this
1: uh, it (laughs) it impedes the iron from getting into yourself Cells from getting absorbed
0: into your body probably the magnesium too
1: yep and so you shouldn't drink uh i mean caffeine, caffeine. is so bad for you period period,
0: period. Ah, is me. it but it's ah, so good but for it's you so I, know. It. I know everything I know, I that don't. i
1: like is everything i'm not supposed to have i know and also don't don't smoke
0: well yeah i know smoking well is, i don't ugh.
1: smoke ever no but don't smoke, especially also, when you're on your period, because that also impedes the iron. Well, and but and if them. you
0: smoke and you're on the pill, oh, if you're smoking, you're on the at pill, a, it's a much higher risk of blood clots, which oh, can absolutely. kill you. Yeah, I mean, the pill causes, because you're at a higher risk for breast cancer, it can leach minerals out of your system. And you know what I hate
1: is having something control like having be, being under the control of something because if you don't take the pill at exactly the same time every single fucking day then it messes up your your system mm-hmm. if you skip one day then right. then it's like you never really know what to do well should i take two the next day or should i just right. like, disregard that one
0: you i know, mean it's, it's i don't know why it isn't categorized as like what it actually is i mean it's a serious medicine women just it pop is. it every day like it's nothing yeah and, and you it's not around nothing. with it
1: you you don't take it or you take yeah. it later or or maybe well. i mean a
0: shift in your hormones whether you're on the pill or not on the pill if you've ever had a hormonal shift like you can feel like you're losing your fucking mind oh my god
1: one time i was overseas and i ran out of my pills and i was there for like two months And I I totally didn't even think about it. And so there I got other pills. And they made me fucking crazy. Crazy. Like they legit
0: made me crazy. Like the pill can put you at higher risk for anxiety. Can put you at higher risk for depression. Breast cancer. I advocate for people to get off the pill. Personally. That's my stance. I think it's very harmful. I think whatever... You know, some people it makes their period shorter, it makes them have less cramps, but I think that the benefits far outweigh whatever the cons are of the birth control. Well, after, but I feel like it's, you, you know, know if some people want to be on it, they need to be on it, whatever. If you want to be on the pill, be on the pill. But like for me, the most important thing is that if you're on the pill, you understand how much risk you're putting yourself at and you're taking it with an informed consent. And not just taking it because your doctor told you you should and you don't realize that you've become anxious or depressed or you're having a higher risk of blood clots or whatever. You know, I think it's very important that if you're on the pill, you're you're doing it because you're making that choice and not because the doctor just told you that you should. I mean, I think the ideal is for every woman to understand her fertility cycle and, and know when she's ovulating when she's not.
1: That is so important. You don't understand how like upset i was when i found all this stuff out yesterday and i was like why
0: why seriously why yeah why is this not not being taught in school why don't they teach it to young women and young men i mean to young men too because
1: everything related to sex and sexual parts is such taboo that nobody can talk about it and because it's taboo and it's so oh god secretion and your mucus and your thing it's so like ooh, you know like ooey gooey that, that i it's mean like i don't even tough. know so if it's like anything
0: about anything i don't even know if it's taboo or just in schools in straight up misunderstood misinformed people want to whisper when they talk about it but it's also like but how do you think some complete parents, misinformation but how do you think like some my parents, mom didn't tell me shit? Well, because she probably had no idea. Because she, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Misinformation, misinformed and not understood.
1: But then there's a, there's a, a huge problem then with all the systems. That's right. The medical Carmen. system and that's the education right. system. <laughs> that's right. Because it seems incredibly unjust to kids to kind of let them almost figure it out on their own. You know, like, well you That's fucked we up. can't tell you anything because if we talk about it in school then the parents might you, be upset You might that wanna have gonna, sex. You might wanna have sex or your parents might be upset that we are teaching kids about bodily bodily functions that are normal that everybody has that nobody fucking knows about for years and years and years until one day for whatever reason you become curious enough to look it up online and fucking piece it together yourself like i think that that's such an injustice like that's such an injustice to everyone and and, it's uh, the
0: most basic bodily function menstruation ovulation i mean None of us would exist without it. And yet it's the most avoided, misunderstood, taboo, hidden, Do you feel like sometimes like
1: everything that pertains to women besides sex and, and being sexualized, but everything else pertaining to women, I feel like it's so... Like a sin, almost. Like, like we can't talk about anything. Like, we can't talk about the breast. We can't talk about. Well, people talk about breast cancer and all this, but like the
0: vagina is so misunderstood. So misunderstood. Yeah, I mean, it's misunderstood because you have to look at who's writing the books, who's who's setting the curriculum, who's teaching the classes. I would
1: like to. Say, I would like to know how all these sexual education books are. I would like to know how old they are because a lot of the websites even that we found were older websites 2014 2013 like I don't think that's acceptable not that the pussy's change I mean the pussy has been the pussy for (laughs) a very long time (laughs) (laughs) I mean not that it would change or anything but just (laughs) to have a more modern sort of not and even modern just uh, and complete just
0: accurate
1: accurate and, just and, and complete.
0: accurate tell
1: us exactly what fucking happens and don't make me piece it together i want to go just to one place that's trusting, accuracy that i can know exactly what happens
0: <sighs> okay we yeah wow we've that talked was, about a lot we've talked yeah. about a lot when you're on the birth control pill you're actually not menstruating it's not menstruation because the pill tricks your body into thinking that you're pregnant, so you're not ovulating, so your body isn't creating the blood lining in the uterus to fertilize the egg, because it already thinks you're pregnant. I did read like the men who invented the pill thought it would be more acceptable to women if it mimicked their menstrual cycle, which is why they built in that last week of pills- which pills. Which are basically sugar pills. Sugar so there's pills. no hormones in there. So you take these hormones for three weeks, And then you stop taking them altogether and the hormones plummet. And then that causes you to bleed. But you're not actually menstruating because you didn't ovulate. Because your body thinks you're pregnant for three weeks.
1: That's even more alarming. I mean, how fucked up is that? That's even more alarming because then where is this blood coming from then? If it's not from the uterus lining. Yeah what is, the, then what the, the, is it? Then where is it coming from and why is it tricking your body to thinking so then that means that every single month
0: your body thinks you're pregnant. For three weeks. For three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then, then for one week you cut out all the hormones. Completely. And then your body goes into like some kind of hormonal shock because it doesn't know what's happening. People wonder why women sometimes Why lose you their lose shit. your fucking mind. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah so tampons. Tam- let's talk about tampons.
1: Let's let's talk about fucking tampons i've been wearing i mean i've been using tampons because i don't like the pad because i think it gets messy and it's kind of uncomfortable and then what if it shifts and i don't care how many fucking wings the pad has like that i mean you're moving around and that basically it's like a little diaper well
0: it depends on how heavy your flow is too. this is true this like is sometimes true. a pad is just it's not all you need suit no it's not suitable well not for somebody if you have with a heavy flow no. a pad i'm gonna do shit I mean, yeah. I don't use tampons anymore. I use the menstrual cup, partly because while well, I was reading you use like 11,000 or 15,000 tampons in your lifetime. Like,
1: can you imagine? 15,000.
0: Think about how much tampons. that costs first of all
1: to buy
0: 11,000 fucking tampons. Think about how much that costs and then think about Whatever is in that tampon, and by the way, nobody fucking knows
1: what's in there because the FDA doesn't require doesn't list the
0: ingredients. Doesn't
1: require right. these companies to list the ingredients, and nobody knows what's in there. It's a mix of cotton, polyester, uh, some other
0: shit well, that nobody rayon knows about. It's also rayon. O- often includes like bleach because they bleach it That's to right. make it look white, and That's so right. then you're putting like a chemical. That's right ingesting a chemical into your body into your blood well that's what tss is toxic shock syndrome that's right like why do tampons need to contain a label that you could die if you use this product because it's so toxic if it gets into your bloodstream it can kill you there has even been um there's um
1: a Democratic representative, her name is Carolyn Maloney of New York, and she has introduced legislation, I think, like ten times a bill. Um, it's called Robin Danielson Feminine Hygiene Product Safety Act of 2015, and this act is basically urging uh, the FDA's and all these company and, and companies to list the ingredients in tampons there's even a group of these wonderful women uh for women's voices for the earth and their group has been leading a two-year campaign um that's called detox the box now (laughs) it's amazing detox the box there has been a bunch of women trying to raise awareness as to what's
0: in a tampon what
1: is in a tampon what are we putting inside our bodies 16,000 times throughout our life? Why have we not paid attention to that one of the most important freaking organs on earth? Right. Right?
0: And why, why are we not it, paying attention yeah, to that? Yeah, why is it not prioritized at all? She
1: has introduced this bill over 10 times. Yeah, because no one gives a shit about and nobody women. nobody gives a fucking shit Carmen. about, oh, about you know the ingredients of... of I mean... I, Okay, okay, men, we we get that men don't give a fuck about this, especially in government, especially in the government that's established right now that we are unfortunately experiencing. But they have mothers. They have daughters. They have, I mean, women are all around. I mean, you cannot have, like we've been saying, you cannot have life without... Menstruation. Without women, without menstruation.
0: That's where the misinformation and the misunderstanding is so prevalent it doesn't occur to people to think about this or if you're on a budget you know there's the organic tampons that have no bleach and are organics material and all this shit but like if you're on a budget and you have to pick between the organic tampon that's good for you and the one that you can afford like which one are you gonna pick you're gonna pick the one that you can afford and not you know if you don't have a choice in that matter because of finances well
1: organic tampons is something of now it's not like they've existed. right well right it's they a very recent they haven't existed right. before but I, I I think that there is I think that we have the right to know what we're putting inside our bodies we have the whether it's ryan whether it's I bleach agree. whether it's good chlorine agree. whether it's whatever it is polyester i don't care tell me what it is so that i can make an informed decision about what i'm putting inside my body because you're not putting it inside your dig if you were putting it inside your dig you would fucking know you what's fucking in it know what's in it oh you better believe it that's right that's right <laughs> there would be a pill so you didn't have to menstruate ever again it's, absolutely yeah seriously yeah for <laughs> real No, but we just want to know what's in it, what's in it. And maybe that would help all these companies actually be more mindful about what they're selling and what they're selling to their market,
0: their audience, the the people that they're making millions off of. I mean, I will tell you, any product that has a warning about toxic shock syndrome that I could die from using this product, I'm not going to put it up my vagina.
1: Right, so, which would which would push these uh, companies
0: to create a better product. Yeah, but like it's all, talk. TSS has always been a risk of using tampons. That's nothing new. It's always been like a warning on the label. And for me, I just decided at some point, I don't want to be ingesting this.
1: I would like to know where that warning is and how big it is because I've never seen that.
0: Well, have you ever read a tampon box or read like the instructions? I mean, I mean, nah, I haven't read the instructions to, because I know how it goes. Yeah, but like they have to put the warning on the box somewhere. It's on the it's on the box, or it's. I in don't the doubt you. I don't doubt you. Yeah, I but just... it's like you know. But that's another. That's a good point. Is like it's not effectively communicated. On any tampon product that like what you're ingesting could kill you. And people have died from TSS, like you get whatever's in the tampon, the toxic chemical that's in the tampon into your bloodstream and it can kill you. But like for me, I decided a long time ago, I don't don't want that in my body, for one. I don't want that kind of toxicity in my body. It's one of the reasons why I went off the pill. But I also like, not only if you think about the cost of, 16,000 tampons in a lifetime. But, like, how much waste that is oh, creating. How much waste. I if feel if like it's, that's
1: another podcast, too. There's if just so much bleach, waste If it's
0: bleach, if it's, like, synthetic material, like, oh. your dirty tampons just sitting in a landfill. Like, all 16,000 of them. Times. Times massive. every woman who's alive. Like, it's so much waste. And that, like, that's why I switched to... The menstrual cup, which is how does that work? Well, it's a silicone cup. It's medical grade silicone, so it's not leaching anything into your body. It's just like a little cup. You fold it up and you stick it up your pussy, and then it opens up, and then it collects the blood, and then you either
1: how do you know when it's full?
0: Well, it depends how on do you your know when
1: you need to like empty it. Or it huh? depends on
0: your flow. So like my flow is extremely heavy even when I use a menstrual cup it leaks which is problematic for me like in my everyday life like my first three days of my cycle I basically cannot leave the house because my flow is like it's not just a heavy flow it's like everything unusually heavy flow there's no break like I was saying I bleed through like a super tampon in an hour every hour for like 14 hours in a row. So for me, like my, my cup usually leaks, but I'm, that's like an unusual situation. But you know, it depends on how heavy your flow is. You get a feel for it for when the cup is going to fill out, fill up, you just take it out, empty it out, rinse it out. How far up do you have to reach for this cup? You know, not, uh, not far, like half an inch. Oh, okay. You just stick your finger up your pussy and you. I mean, it's not far, but still. But when it's you like, pull it out,
1: does it not, like, I've never done it, obviously. That's why I've like, so many questions. But you know, when you pull it out, does it, like, how does it stay? Because it doesn't. It well, can't. you have
0: to carefully pull it out so it doesn't spill everywhere. But, you know, you're sitting on the toilet, you pull it out, and then oh. you just dump it into the toilet. And then you rinse it out, clean it, and you put it back up. But, like, for me, it's. It's just a better choice because of the bleach, the synthetic material. I don't want that in my body, and I. It's more eco-conscious, you know. I don't want to be contributing to that much waste.
1: I think that's the thing. I think a lot of this is just convenience too. That's why the doctors go so fast. That's why tampons just convenient. You know, stick something up there. Don't think about it. Well, a but it's anymore. also like. Yeah.
0: Until very recently, that's all that was available. That's true. I mean, it's not like we've had a ton of options for menstruation. I feel like I'm not going to quote this properly, but I was reading an article that was like, the tampon was invented by a man, and since then there's only been like three inventions to deal with menstruation, and they were all created by men. Like it's only very recently that the menstrual cup has become mainstream. Companies like Thinks that are period absorbent underwear so you don't have to use pads like these are very recent inventions from generally female entrepreneurs that experience menstruation and want a better solution but until then it's like until now that we didn't have any other options but tampons and pads and that was it yeah that's true yeah tampons pads and take the pill
1: great great all the shit
0: that kills you that's right. Do all
1: the other things that kill you. We'll, we're going to be millionaires over here. And, and then, pay for it out of your own and, pocket. And pay for it out of your oh, own pocket. Right. And
0: get sick so that we can treat you. Well, I hope you get sick so we can treat you. Because if you're healthy, we yeah, can't make any money healthy, off you. Yeah, if
1: you're healthy, we have nothing. That's so right. please get, get sick. And then, no, don't get sick. Do whatever feels right for you and your body. And, you know, maybe check out different alternatives, what you can do. How you can not only reduce waste for, you know, environmental purposes, because I think the environment needs us now more than ever. Um, But, you know, for your own safety and well-being and and health
0: as well. Yeah. So, like, this episode was inspired by the healthcare enrollment period. And one of the most important things that you can do for your pussy health is to get a yearly pap smear it's extremely important that you get screens screens for abnormal pap smears it screens for the, the beginning of cervical cancer it's about your sexual health like it's so important that you get regular screenings and that's something that in my earlier sexually active years was something that i really put off for a long time because i felt like i didn't have the money and i don't have time and i was i put off pap smears for a long time i didn't understand why it was so important but like i can't advocate enough for just women's health why it's so important that you need to get regular screenings of your your vagina your cervix and
1: pap smears are really again super super important they recommend that you um start getting uh checked up having pap smears after uh, the age of 21
0: and then three years um well if you it dep- if you're with one partner they say three years well, if right. You I have, mean if, you, if you're if, more than you yeah, get if you have more, more than one partner, it should be every year. Right. Like, if you're in a monogamous committed relationship and you've had a regular pap smear screening with no abnormalities, then you can go three years. If you're you know, only with one sexual partner. But if you're having multiple sexual partners, you need to have it every year. Of course,
1: yes. That That's, you're very thorough. That goes without saying, obviously, if you have more sexual partners, you need to get checked up more often and say hello to your pussy and make sure she's okay. Hello, pussy. Hi, pussy. Are you okay? Let's keep you <laughs> healthy. So basically what a pap smear is, is it's a vaginal checkup. They check for cervical cancer. They stick this, like, it looks kind of like a duck. Like, the stick is oh, yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah, like... Yeah, they stick this, like, circular, long thing (laughs) in. Speculum. 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 It's It's
0: cold. It's metal.
1: It's cold. as metal. But usually, usually they heat it up. They lube it up. And they tell you to breathe out and breathe in and relax. And they stick this thing in your vagina. And then, that's not the worst part. Um, Well, the worst part is when they open it. They have to, like, click it open. It goes...
0: yeah, the click, click, the click that's click, 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 click and click. it just
1: like opens, opens, opens your vagina so that the doctor can see inside your vagina, look for abnormalities, whatever. Then they take like a little swab and they take a little tiny, tiny, tiny piece of your cervix, so that they can screen then for screen for cancer. Now, ladies, when you go in for your Pap smear, okay? Well, I. Think that this goes without saying please be mindful of your doctor that's looking in your vagina make sure that you have taken a shower before and make sure that it's all <laughs> nice and clean and ready to receive the care that it needs make sure that it's proper please so also make sure you know to to kind of get a feel of what you're comfortable with if you're comfortable with a woman a doctor taking a look or if you don't care or if whatever i used to be the ones that didn't care listen i'm here however
0: even if you have a male doctor he should always have a woman in the room that's protocol is it yes a male doctor and ob should always have a female in the room like a nurse or a n- so that he's not in the room alone with you.
1: If you could see my face right now, I know. I'm like that you're emoji like, that has the y- the eyes wide huh? right open. Because one time I had a pass smear and I'm the I'm listen. When I'm at the doctor's office, I'm I am I am a patient. I don't do whatever it is that you need to do. I'm a patient. I'm a good patient. Whether it's a woman or a man, you're a specialist in this field. I trust you with my body because you're a doctor. I don't know. Maybe I'm too trusting in those kind of circumstances. But one time I did have a, a male. <laughs> well, I've had male doctors before, but this one particular time I had a I had a male doctor, and there was nobody else.
0: Well, how it, old were you though? Like how long ago was it? This
1: was like four years ago.
0: Mm. A little bit longer than no. Me. If you're al- if you're alone in a room with a male doctor who's looking at your vagina. Or doing a breast exam, like they are not, they should not be allowed to do that. They have to have a woman, a woman on staff in the room with them. One, because it protects you from any inappropriate contact, but it also protects them from a lawsuit. I literally had no idea. Yeah. If you have a male doctor who's an OBGYN and you're not, and he doesn't have a woman in the room with you, request one because they're required to do it.
1: Guys, you are learning something with me as we speak because I had no idea about that. So anyway, so just make sure that when you get this pap smear done, that you feel comfortable. You feel comfortable with, with the doctor, whoever's in the room. Make sure that you please get it done as often as your body and your experience requires. It is extremely important to uh, not only get a pap smear but get a breast exam when you are ready to have
0: one. I think it's after. How old I think you it's after twenty five now. It's after twenty five. Yeah, right? like it's sooner than you would expect. Yeah. But that's why also enrolling in health insurance is so important. So important. So the Affordable Care Act, the enrollment period is through December fifteenth, two thousand and seventeen. Apparently, the Trump administration cut the advertising budget for the enrollment dates by 90%. So a lot of people might be missing out on this information. One of the reasons why it's so important that you do it is if you do not apply for health insurance through the Affordable Care Act, you will get a tax penalty next year. So if you don't apply now, it will cost you money later. Um, You can go to the website healthcare.gov to apply. If you live in the state of California, you can go to coveredca.com. The California enrollment period will go through January 31st of 2018. I don't know if that is anywhere else in any other state. That's only we live in California, so I happen to know that information, but as far as I know, the nationwide deadline again is December 15th, 2017. Now, if you feel really confused, or you don't understand how to apply for healthcare, it just feels like too much work for you. There are people who are trained to advise you. It's completely free service, so you can just do a Google search for ACA Navigator, or you can go to the healthcare.gov website And search in your state for someone who will advise you for free who can walk you through the process again not only is it extremely important to keep your pussy healthy get those pap smears get those breast exams but if you do not apply for health insurance you will get a tax penalty Later in and it's 2018,
1: pretty, it's a pretty hefty penalty. It's like two thousand dollars or something like for that. a family. Yeah, for that's, a family. that's for a family.
0: For an individual, it's like six ninety five. But it's, that's a lot of money. And that's they of- and it's not just like oh, you have to pay this penalty. They will take the penalty out of your tax return automatically. Mm. So it's important not only for your financial health but for your pussy health.
1: For your pussy health, keeping the pussy healthy is number one paramount. Not only keeping it healthy but understanding your pussy. Please do your research. There's a lot of websites that have the same freaking definitions. Try to look for alternate uh, websites, homeopathic websites. Just make sure that you understand your pussy and make sure that you really get a clear idea of how it works, the mechanics of it, the ins and outs, because this is the only pussy
0: you're gonna get.
1: There's a lot of um, different things that we mentioned. I hope that we can maybe put it. um, Yeah, we'll put a couple links links
0: about like menstrual cups and alternatives to tampons and the website about the women's movement to get the ingredients listed. We'll just check below the podcast to get some links to some of those alternatives as well. And I will recommend a really good app to track not only your period but your fertility I use the app. It's called Clue. It's a free download. You just go to the App Store and look for Clue and download it. That's been very helpful for me tracking my period. And again, we will put a couple of those resources that we mentioned right below the podcast.
1: This has been an incredibly informative episode <laughs> and I am so happy that we did it because I know I personally uh you learned a lot. I learned a lot of things and I want to know more. Yeah, I want to know more about myself, and I encourage you to do
0: the same. All right. Well, if you want to connect with us, we are on Instagram at P Pod or Twitter Pussy Talk Pod at Pussy Talk Pod, and we will talk to you in the next episode. Talk to you soon. <laughs>